Hello and welcome to Nearsighted, a podcast by yours truly. I'm Miranda and this is like the third time I've tried to record this episode. (laughs) I recorded it last night at like three in the morning and then I was like falling asleep on my computer. So I thought maybe I would wait for some more, more coherent thoughts and like more brain cells firing. Um, And then this morning I wanted to record it on my porch because I love to be outside and I wanted to be in good in a good headspace, but there's construction going on in the street, which you can probably still hear because now I'm just sitting in my room with the window open. But um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly fighting like two sides of myself, like especially when it comes to this podcast about like wanting to be genuine and vulnerable and just like raw and real, but then also wanting to be articulate. Like I want to cut out the bullshit and make sure that things are clear and that my point gets across and that that it holds the weight that I want it to. Um, I feel like that's something I, I battle my whole life, um, but especially with this podcast because it's like I am truly just like putting like all of my all of my thoughts out into the world and it's not just like random things. It's things that mean a lot to me. Um, so yeah, um, I decided to just take a hot shower and stop overthinking everything. Um, I tried to shower beer. Feeling good. (laughs) Um, Might regret doing this later on, but I'm just going to do this episode in like a one-take type situation, if that's okay with you guys. But yeah, so I'm also cutting this episode into like in half. Um, I had a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, but this one is going to be more focused about or more focused around like what you would say to your younger self, like what your younger younger self would say to you now. And the next one is going to be about like platonic soulmates or like non-romantic soulmates and past lives. I know that that's a very broad range of topics, but they all live together in like the same general vicinity in like a file folder in a cabinet in my brain. Um, but she's like a thick folder, like one that I could talk about for hours um but for the sake of this (laughs) this um this platform and this medium we're just gonna split it into two okay so yeah as I said younger self so I put on my Instagram two little like question boxes and a anonymous like submission box with two questions so the first question was if your younger self could see you now what would they think of you And the second question was, if you could tell your past self anything, what would you say? It was honestly so nice reading through all of these. Some of them are really funny and they made me laugh. Some of them were like kind of emotional. Um, And I love all of it. I love being funny (laughs) and I love being sentimental. Um, I'm hilarious and I'm a sap, honestly, at the end of the day. So this is great for me. Most of these were, um, most of these submissions were, like, by the same, like, the same person would answer both questions, so a lot of them go hand in hand, and I feel like it's a really nice, like, full circle type deal, but in efforts to just, like, make this make more sense, I'm just going to read through the submissions of one question, and then we'll move to the second question and read those submissions. I think some of them will kind of pair up nicely, and you, you would probably be able to tell, like, that they match up with one another, but... I don't know. That's up to you. Okay. So question one, if your younger self could see you now, what would they think of you? The first submission that I got was, uh, 
that I'm really nice and well read. Mm, we love to hear that. Also, you are really nice. <laughs> the second one was this one made me laugh. It says, Bro, leaning into canoeing and kayaking has treated you right. <laughs> um, the next two kind of take a turn. One says, I think they would be really sad. And the next one says that I'm a sinner, lol. Love, love to hear it. <laughs> we'll circle back on these, okay? The next one says, you will go through hard things, but grow in ways you didn't know possible. Okay, love to hear it. Honestly, he'd think I'm dumb and boring. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm a dumb bitch. I'm boring as hell. Being boring isn't necessarily bad. Sometimes having stability and like monotony is good for you. I think being boring is underrated. The next one says, damn, she got fat. We have another one that says, hell yes, thank you. The next one says, they would be hella disappointed, but he was a jackass, so it's cool. I feel like I resonate with this. My younger self would be so proud of what a badass I am because I didn't know that boundaries were important or that love was a choice. I love that one too. Okay, second question. If you could tell your past self anything, what would you say? Nothing matters literally at all except being a loving person. This, my friends, is what we call a recurring theme. Write that down. This is some foreshadowing shit right here for the rest of the episode <laughs> and the next one to come. Remember what I said about uh, the, the two responses coinciding with, with one another? This one says, keep paddling. <laughs> Believe people when they show you the real them. Timeless lesson. This one says, who fucking cares? No, really. Stop giving a fuck what other people think of you. These two also coincide. One says, the church and school are lying to you. It's okay to be you. And religion and associated guilt is a societal construct. Can we say that one more time for those in the back? <laughs> this, uh, this next one says, it will really all be okay, but change is the only constant. I have nothing to say about that one because it just speaks for itself, honestly. Speak the fuck up always. This one resonates me probably resonates with me probably the most because as a kid, I got in trouble so often for not speaking the fuck up, like for being too quiet. But you know what? I just want to tell my younger self now. You speak at the level that you want to. Be yourself. If they hear you, they hear you. The point is that you heard yourself. But also, like, speak the fuck up. <laughs> Even, like, just the past few days, the number of times people have been like, Brenda, I can't fucking hear anything that you're saying. Speak the fuck up always. Also, I could talk about this for forever. Um, I won't. I will make it a short little blurb. I do have a... I do have a plan for another podcast episode called Shy Girl Evolution. <laughs> because when I was younger, I... I thought I was shy because people told me that I was, but I, I mean, I, I was like pretty reserved. Like I didn't speak up for myself ever. I was very quiet. I just kind of like let things happen to me and around me. And I cannot say that for my present self at all. I don't let things happen to me. I don't let people walk all over me. Um, I have found myself in a lot of situations, especially lately, where the people around me feel the same way that I do. Or we're like going through the same thing or we're like complaining or hurting about the same thing and I'm 
the only one that speaks up. And sometimes that can be terrifying because it can come across as being like not confrontational, but like being problematic or like causing a scene or something. Um, but honestly, I don't I don't care at this point in my life. If I feel like I need to stand up for people, I will. And I'm just going to say it. I will say it respectfully, but I'm like not worried about like I don't know. I don't let myself just dwell on being like, oh, well, what if they think this and what if they think that? Like, if it's important to me or if I know it's important to someone else, I will speak the fuck up always. The next one says, don't be ashamed of who you are and where you're going. Don't be ashamed of who you are and who you will grow up to be. Stay confident and keep doing what you love. And the last one says, don't be so judgmental. People are just trying to make the most out of life, and you'll regret it if you don't. I love those. So, most of my episodes, I don't, like, script them out. I just have, like, weird, like, blurbs of whatever in my notes app or, like, brain dumps that I, like, email to myself. Um, And one that I was looking through was about, like, friendship, like, friend connection, um, and also something that I titled Inner Child Bullshit. And it's all just going to live, like, in the same vicinity today. I know it's, like, kind of a broad range of things, but it's going to. Um, Sometimes I get waves of nostalgia that are so weirdly specific. Like, if you know me, like, in person, like, not just know me by me embarrassing myself on the the internet, but uh, if you know me, know me, know me, know me, at least, like, once a day. I'm making a reference to the way that something like reminds me of my childhood like the way that something smells or tastes is like this is something from my childhood and like it might take me like 20 minutes or something but I will I'll figure it out and I will tell you exactly what it reminds me of um but sometimes it's like it's literally feels like a that's so raven type deal except that I'm not seeing uh into the future I'm seeing into the past like something brings me back in such a like I have such a visceral reaction like I feel like literally transported back to whatever moment in time that something reminds me of like this one happens a lot like I'll smell like my dad's cologne from the early 2000s when I like walk by like a stranger or like a customer in the restaurant or something and all of a sudden I'm I'm back as a kid doing a running jump onto the sofa after like scrambling to put the TV remote back on the cable box because my mom said that I had to take a break from watching Spongebob reruns for a bit, but I just heard the back door open and I'm panicking. (laughs) Um, A lot of times it's the feeling of being in the indoor, in the indoor uh, playground at the mall, like Oakland mall. Do you guys remember that? It was just like big plastic versions of breakfast food. There were, like, huge pancakes with butter and syrup, and you could, like, climb all over them and slide down the big banana, and the other kids were always in my way. My mom was never watching during the cool part of my trick. My hair was always in my face, but, like, that feeling, oh, my God. And, like, the nostalgia of that, like, isn't the memory of playing around in there. It's not the memory at all. It's not remembering, like, how it smelled or remembering how fun it was. It's not a memory at all. It's just the feeling, like, the way that I felt being there. I don't really know how to describe it. Like, just like a little ant between the giant bowl of cereal and the giant sunny sunny side of bags. Like, I think, I don't know. Maybe it was the lights. I have a weird thing with lights. Um, Sometimes I think about 
like very like, core memories of mine and I remember what the lighting was. Don't if that's weird, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> but it's true. Um but yeah, I feel like sometimes when I feel nostalgic, it's like this like longing feeling. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm haunted by this one specific feeling of like being younger and it's a specific feeling but not a specific like instance or situation but I'm just like being younger and being with like a really good friend and then all of a sudden like we're in a group of people that I don't know but my friend does but my friend like doesn't introduce me and no one else is like paying attention to me and I'm just kind of there in the shadows like quiet and awkward but no one cares that I'm being quiet and awkward because no one actually even knows that I'm there like no one has noticed me and I'm just kind of watching everyone interact like thinking about like how pretty they are or how like cute their laugh sounds whatever and like everything will feel centered again when it's just like me and my friend back by ourselves but I don't know a lot of things a lot of situations in my adult life bring back that feeling for me like and it's not even a feeling of not being included it's just like a longing feeling because all of a sudden you're an adult and you feel like you put so much love into relationships and friendships whether it's like a romantic partner or just like a good friend or a lifetime friend and you just feel like no one reciprocates. Do you guys feel that way? In my recent adult life, I've quickly hit my wits end with people acting differently when they're alone with me versus when like their friends are around or our friends are around. Like not like I'm a secret, but just like an afterthought. I don't know. Like acting like you don't have a connection when you guys are around other people and just feeling like an outsider even though when you are alone, like, you're friends and it's not weird. I don't know. That doesn't happen a lot, but I hate it so much. <laughs> um, but this is, like, a feeling that has just stuck with me since childhood. And I'm 28 now. Like, I should, should probably get over it. But I don't know. I just feel, like, so fucking tired of feeling lonely all the time. Like, it's heavy. And I don't even think that lonely is the right word, honestly. Like, and not, I don't even mean this in like a woe is me kind of way, but just in a truly I am fucking exhausted type of way. Like, never feeling like I'm someone's number one or feeling like, not feeling like someone cares about me as much as I care about them. Feeling like I'm putting in all the work and getting nothing back or I'm putting in a lot of work and I'm just not getting the same amount back. It's just draining and isolating and heavy. And yeah, I know it's probably not that deep. I should like find inner peace or confidence or whatever. I don't know. But just like never feeling good enough to be good enough for someone to like make time for you. I don't know. I'm just excruciatingly exhausted. Like it makes my body feel weak. And I know that that sounds dramatic and I don't care because it is just honestly like how it makes me feel. And the thing is that like I've noticed as I grow older... I really do put in the work. Like like I said, I this isn't a woe is me type deal. I'm really not afraid to open up to people. At this point in my life, I am confident in who I am and I genuinely love making friends. I'm not afraid of talking to people that I don't know and making friends comes a lot easier to me than it did in the past. And I really value having having deep connections with people even though like, I'm not trying to be best fucking friends with everyone I ever meet. 
I really enjoy having a tight knit inner circle, you know, quality over quantity any day. But that's like the issue. Like I feel like I don't have a tight circle sometimes. Um, or that like everyone everyone is teetering on the edge of like good friend and tight circle. But I don't know. There's there's people that I'll click with that I just want to be like very early on I'll be like okay we click I barely know them but like we would be best friends and my first instinct is to be like hey this is me like I'm gonna get really personal I'm gonna make fun of myself like I'll just be honest and true because I don't know that's just who I am and I think it's beautiful and I don't know I just feel like with so many relationships that I have I see and I feel so much potential but it's like there's some kind of wall between us like whether it's just that they have like a different best friend or they're in a relationship or they're honestly just too busy to like be able to spend quality time with me. I don't know. There's always just like seems like to be a wall of non-reciprocation where the people don't reciprocate love or appreciation the way that I do. And I'm not asking for people to fall on the ground at my feet and be obsessed with me. Like adult friendships are hard. They're tricky. Everyone is constantly battling the balance of having shit going on and keeping their shit together. And I under... Oh, bless you, Toulouse. <laughs> Anything else to add? No? Okay. Um, but to be fair and honest, like, I'm also playing my own balancing act of having shit going on and keeping my shit together, but I feel like I'm always... I'm always the only one. I'm always the one that feels like I'm calling to my friends from across the street, like, let's be platonic soulmates or whatever, whatever you want. Okay, love you, bye, (laughs) you know? So right before the pandemic started, I was in a relationship with someone who, long story short, eventually stopped reciprocating the effort. They prioritized themselves, which is not necessarily a a bad thing, Um, but I was the only one trying, which led to me being the only one that you know, like kind of felt a connection in the end. And as I felt them get farther and farther away, I think that it kind of freaked them out and made them pull away. I was not very good at being on my own at that point. Um, And they were a person who like was used to being alone. Like their comfort spot was being alone. My comfort spot was being with someone that I loved. Um, So being alone, like I did not enjoy it. I had never had to be by myself. I never had to learn how to be by myself. I always lived with other people or a partner. Or when I was younger, obviously, and like in school, I was with my friends pretty much 24-7. Like if I wasn't at home, I was at, I would like go to practice, like sports practice, go to school, have sports practice after, go to youth group. You know what I mean? Like I was always like with the people that I loved. Um, But yeah, being in a relationship where you feel so lonely all the time is just very uncomfortable and isolating and it gave me a lot of anxiety. Um, But yeah, we broke up like two weeks before the pandemic started and I was quite literally forced into the loneliest and most isolating environment that I could have ever imagined. And so was everyone else. So that like frustration that I had of people not reciprocating effort into a relationship kind of made me spiral because like it was understandable because everyone was literally just trying to survive. I couldn't like reach out and be like, hey, like I'm feeling this way. I need like support in this way or you know what I mean? Like everyone was just trying to stay alive. And 
yeah, it was very dark and difficult, but I set myself up for success the best way I could, honestly. Like, I kept myself really busy. Um, I started going to therapy. I started taking medicine. Long story short, I, I really came to love and appreciate my own company. And nowadays, it's honestly like a pillar in my romantic relationships that I need to have alone time. But while I've grown a lot and I've learned to love my alone time, I'm not codependent in relationships and all that. I I still feel lonely when it's when I get to those points in my life where I feel like all that I do is go to work and then come home to an empty house with no people in it and everyone's busy when I'm free and I have to like sit alone with my thoughts kind of often. And I know that when it comes down to it that at the end of the day I just want to feel loved. And not because I need it for validation, not because I need it to feel worth something, not because I need it to think that I'm important, but just because it truly feeds my soul in a way that nothing else can and nothing else does. It's literally just like what my soul is made of. Like to me, it's the most valuable and important thing to me. And the reason that the universe makes sense at the end of the day is just to love and be loved. But like to see, and be seen. And I don't even mean that in a romantic sense at all. Romantic relationships are wonderful in their own way, but it's like not. This is not what I'm talking about. Romantic romantic relationships are not a requirement or prerequisite or like foundation to be able to like hold up the breadth of an emotional connection. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. There's just nothing more I value than to be seen and to see someone in a way that makes me feel like we're actually connected, like we're part of each other. Because honestly, like we're in this together. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're all just like weirdly floating around <laughs> in space together, like on the same planet. But I feel like, which that that thought alone will make me kind of like freak out and spiral. But I mean, this is the, my point is that I feel like emotional connection is like winning the game or like solving the puzzle and like making everything make sense because at the end of the day, like we're made out of the same stuff and we come from the same place. So it's like, why are we all here if not to simply find out how we fit together? You know, like what are the odds that we're all here at the same time together? What are the odds that you know the people that you do? What are the odds that you have experienced? Like, you know what I mean? I know that it sounds cliche, but yeah. The feeling of knowing that someone understands you to depths that, like, you can't really even explain with words. Only, like, it's only a feeling. Like, the kind where you can say nothing and they hear everything, but before you even think it. And that just really means a lot to me, that kind of connection. And I guess that for a while, I, I just hadn't been feeling much of that. Um, it's different now. I don't feel I'm not in like my lonely girl era at the moment, but um, it was such like a long journey for me. Like I learned a lot um, that I think that like, you know, like just the experience in general will stick with me for for a long time. So thinking back to these um, to the original questions, um, if your younger self could see you now, what would they think of you? And if you could tell your past self anything, what would you say? Um, I think that, um, if, t like, younger me, like, well, I guess let's start from the beginning. I think that, like, 
middle school me would like honestly blush if you told her that she'd grow out of her shyness I think that high school me would be terrified to know that I don't believe in Christianity anymore um college like beginning of college me would be in awe of like all the things that I've accomplished and how many friends that I've made I think that me a few years ago would just feel so loved like knowing that I don't feel the immense weight of loneliness anymore um I think that she would be so relieved to know that I'm so fucking insanely happy especially like this past year and I think that she would be proud that I'm finally sticking to all of my commitments to love myself first and if I could tell my past self anything what I'd say I would say a lot honestly um but mostly I would I would tell my past self that it's never a waste to show people how much you love them. Even if you don't get the same effort back. Um, I would tell her that pouring into people is valuable even if it's just valuable to you. I genuinely enjoy showing the people in my life that I love them and that I appreciate them. And sometimes, like, I, I really overthink it. Like, I think that people are going to find it weird or overbearing or that people will take affection or um no that people will take appreciation and think that it's romantic feelings or something you know what I mean but in the end like I, I don't need to overthink it because showing people that I love them makes me happy and I guess in a way showing people that you love them is like sh- showing yourself love too I don't know I don't that sounds cheesy scratch that um yeah I would just remind my younger self that People don't always show love in the same ways and that's okay. Sometimes you're just not seeing it. Like you're overlooking it. You're looking for some grand gesture or assurance that you hold a valuable place in someone's mind. But sometimes like if you look at it from a little bit farther away, like you're, you're going to realize that those deep connections that you've been longing for like actually have been there all along. They've just been growing from the smaller things that you didn't think meant anything you know sometimes you realize that the friendships that you thought were teetering on the edge of inner circle the ones that you think are only held together by the strings of your place of employment the friendships where you have the same music taste um the friendships that you tell random bits of your sex lives to the people that you feel trauma bonded with because of the relentlessness of the service industry or just the general public as a whole honestly um those friendships where You know, you might only see them two or three times a week and it feels like not enough to be something real, but then you realize, you know, like it's been a lot of weeks, um, enough weeks to make up years and then you realize that you've had years to get to know each other and that your common music taste has actually brought in your emotional connection with one another and has helped you explore the depths of friendship and like what that really means um that hearing tiny bits of each other's emotional breakdowns or psychotically poor decisions or dramatic hookups it means something it's meant something the whole time and you realize that the times that you've broken down in like the walking cooler or you've been shedding tears of 
pure fucking exhaustion behind the service station or having an anxiety attack next to the alley dumpster has actually like pieced together whole pictures of each other and like who you really are and all of a sudden you realize like you've watched these people around you grow as people this this whole time and not only that but you've you've helped them through it and you've been like part of it that you've been part of each other the whole time and that you actually wouldn't be who you are right now without them and that even though they've had other priorities they still made an effort with you all this time and I think that that counts for something more than you know just being someone's number one number one priority is the fact that you like keep coming back to each other in the end I have been doing a lot of reflecting on my friendships I could honestly write a fucking novel about how in love I am with all of my friends like with my best friends and I don't know why all of a sudden I've been thrown into the depths of platonic love but I have I've been coming to the realization more and more like every day that my friendships are truly the truest loves of my life and it's just like I, I feel like I've been chasing this feeling forever and then all of a sudden it just hit me in the face like I have just been so focused on other things in my life like about how like how shitty I can feel and that like I'm not a priority but then I'm like bitch you haven't made them a priority like everyone is just so focused on staying alive um and it kind of has like skewed my perception of my friendships but right now more than ever loving my friends feels like the most important thing that I have ever done and the most valuable thing that I could ever do because even if our time spent together are few and far between or you know some friendships will last so much longer than others all of them like hold a piece of me they've all helped me grow I saw a quote recently that said we were young people together isn't that special and I know it sounds simple and to the point but I find (laughs) so much depth in it imagine me overthinking something um but yeah I think about the places that me and my closest friends were a few years ago and I just like feel so honored to have been there like even if it started out with me on the sidelines to watch them you know become like an actual person like like become an actual adult in some cases like with fully functioning brains (laughs) but no not only that but like watching people learn how to like be a person like navigate the world but to do it in a way that proves to themselves over and over again that they're valuable. And eventually I got a front row seat to watching them set boundaries for themselves. And I've watched them fight tooth and nail, fight tooth and nail to be better people, like to better themselves for themselves, not for other people. And I've learned to not, they've learned to not take anyone's bullshit. I've watched them gain self-worth and be able to love and be loved in the way that they fucking deserve and I just like cannot put into words like how much watching them grow has um, changed me as a person and that's something that I will be grateful for for the rest of my life. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, We are going to dive 
deeper into friendships, platonic relationships, non-platonic, but also non-relationshipy relationships, non-romantic relationships, if you will. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about the the spectrums of human connection lately, and I know that this might sound obvious, but it's not just like friends and like and like lovers or like friends and relationships. There are so many things in between, like even just the phrase platonic soulmates is like selling selling it short. I feel like you can have soulmates who you're not like not even necessarily platonic with, but they're not like romantic. I don't know. You know that that uh what is that line from Mean Girls when she's like, I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, I have a lot of feelings and we're gonna talk about them all. And if you wanna join and like listen, that's cool. If not, I don't exist in real life, okay? Don't perceive me. Um no but thank you for listening um honestly I I'm not like forcing myself to be like raw and honest in my real life but I just like find so much value in sharing it with other people I feel like it makes it real um to me at least it makes it feel more worthwhile so I hope that today you can think about what you would say to your younger self and maybe what they would say to you now, what they would think of you now. Um, At the end of the day, I hope that you know that, like, you should be proud of yourself because you're here. You made it. Um, Personally, I I like to think, you know, every person I've ever met has helped me get here, but that's not the experience for everyone. If you feel better being like, I did this for myself. I got me here. I don't need to let other people, like, affect who I am now they don't mean anything to me and you were just like strong in yourself I I love that for you I think about that a lot with like past relationships even ones that were like really toxic or harmful or you know whatever it may be I find it like I find it to be just such a disservice to myself to just write people off completely even if they've done me really dirty or even if everything that they did kind of was negative I don't know I and maybe it's just me being too sentimental, but I really just try to not like necessarily like take them with me everywhere I go, but I just feel like it's a waste to just like throw away parts of my life just because someone like wasn't the best to me, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, whatever it takes for you to feel proud in who you are now, that's what matters. And I'm proud of you too. Thank you guys again so much for listening and we'll talk soon. Bye.